So we're now on Yo, you know what? This sucks I didn't look at what number power talk I'm on Again Before I start the podcast So I feel I feel bad you know, it, it's literally like I don't really know. I'm I'm actually, as we're going, I'm on the phone like trying to. No, you know what? Let's keep it traditional. I when when we do our podcasts, I really never know. So I'll go with that. Yeah, let's stick with that. I'll go with that to keep the trend alive. Man, how's everything? And this this is a power talk. I mean, not a power talk. This is a now. I'm forgetting what the show is. Uh, this is Black Milk, where we, uh, you know, we talk about different stories going on in the community, or just different stories I feel that should be touched on. I got my brother live from the A-Town, uh, Young Ron, Young Ron Dizzle in the building. Yep, yep, yep. Back again, you know, to just let people know what's going on, what's his opinions, where he's coming from. How you feel over there down south? You know, how how's it feel uh, down there? I know we're having Man. a crazy December. Yes, it's, it's, it's feeling well. It's actually a sunny day. It's about 50-something degrees outside, so it's not feeling like December at all. <laughs> oh, shucks. Yeah, man. It's yeah. like crazy how this weather is. Yeah. Yeah, man. It definitely is a little crazy, but, you know. I can't complain. At least it's not snowstorms back to back like it was last year. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Is this the end of the world? Are we in the end of the world? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But if it is, somebody let me know beforehand so I can do several illegal activities. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny how at the end of the world comes. The first thing you got to do, yo, we've got to do some illegal stuff. We've got to do some illegal stuff because they will not punish us at this point. Exactly. Oh, my gosh, man. I mean, I'm definitely smashing on my way out, man. Definitely smashing on my way out. I'm going to be really. I might do it crazy. I might be like in the middle of downtown getting it down. You know what I mean? Just like, this I mean, is... nobody's going to be paying attention, so. Lord, help me, please. Somebody please, somebody help us. I'm like, I'm like, don't worry about that, baby. Don't worry about that. Let's just keep this thing going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. And it's make this... all good. <laughs> Relax. Relax. About anything else. <laughs> Let's stay concentrated on what we're doing here, man. Man, I um, I remember sending you this text where I was telling you about this. Remember, I was telling you about like Malik Yoba and I think uh, Omar Epps and this movie uh, Daddy Don't Go, and uh, I uh, it kind of like. I didn't get a chance to see the film yet because, you know, they didn't have, I don't think they had a screening in D.C. because that's probably where they would have it. Um, but um, I felt like even just looking at the trailer, it didn't take me much to kind of identify because, you know, we all know, I mean, you being a father, but we all know uh, somebody who's a father who's around our age that, 
is going through uh, the trials and tribulations with with fatherhood. And so it's kind of crazy with this documentary. It was kind of like, wow, this is really something that should have been being touched on because it's like, this is something that guys, and, and I think, um, what do you think about, like, the public, like, the public perception of, like, fathers and custody battles? I mean, what, what do you think about that public perception that kind of a lot of people will assume when you say, a father and he's fighting for custody of his son or I mean or daughter kids well I think that um, I think that we as a society have in general a very limited view of what a family is and what fatherhood means and what motherhood means you know so essentially what I'm saying is that most laws in most of society looks at certain situations one way. And usually when a father is not with the mother of his children, nine times out of ten, the mother is going to have the kids. And that father, no matter what kind of person he is, what kind of character he is, what kind of excitational background he has, society views that father as a deadbeat by default, especially if that father is a minority, you know? Mm -hmm. Especially if that father is a black man. So automatically, society looks at you as being a deadbeat, regardless of who you are, you know? So that's the narrative already in place. And the laws are written such that if you don't agree with, or if you don't... um, if you don't uphold a certain family structure, which is, you know, a man, a woman, a wife, and a husband raising their children together, if you don't adhere to that, then we're going to punish you for that. And essentially, that's what happens. And I believe that's what the documentary touches on. And I've seen a trailer as well. I wasn't able to actually see the movie uh, either yet. Um, but it seems as if it's sort of documenting uh, exactly what I'm talking about, which is, you know, fathers that are trying to be in their children's lives, and yet the legal system is, instead of facilitating that, it's actually creating a barrier, you know? Um, and it's funny because that's what the legal system a lot of times ends up doing, but we don't hear that side of the story. We we know the deadbeat dad story, but we don't know the other side of the story a dad that's trying to be there in his child's life in the system and the other parent with the system's help can keep that from happening and there's countless stories of that you see it all the time but it's not brought it's not brought out into the forefront you know and so i think that's what the documentary is trying to do and i feel like it's like you said it's long overdue it's something that that um that happens and has been happening and it's it's time for us as a community to have uh, discussions about that, you know. So, you know, I guess I guess the biggest thing, you know, like I I guess uh, when when I was you know a young lad, uh, I you know I I came from a single parent uh, household, and um, 
you know, I definitely uh, experienced more of the deadbeat dad, but um, and I and I understood, you know, as a kid, I really didn't even really understand all of it, but I understood that, you know, many of these laws were to make sure that the the parent, whether they wanted to or not was responsible for what they, you know, have just created. And, you know, I kind of had that perspective where it's like, okay, you know, uh, it's good that they're hard on them. It's good that they're taking their license. It's good that they're uh, putting them in jail because these guys aren't doing their job. And I'm thinking from, you know, as a kid, if I was an adult, like, I'm going to take care of my kid. Like, I'm not, I don't care if I'm with the mother or not. Ideally, I would like to be with the mom, but I, if I can't, you know, I'm going to still have, you know, and I'm a pretty cool, you know, I'm a pretty too cool type of guy. So it's like, yeah, if we broke up, as long as we have like an understanding, um, you know, we can, you know, we can be friends eventually. And, but even if we're not, we can still have a understanding about, look, we are doing this for the kid. Let's keep it cool for the kid. Let's always be able to communicate for uh, the kid. So then fast forward, I become an adult and, you know, some of my friends are having children and, uh, you know, they're in relationships. Then all of a sudden those relationships don't work. And then I see the other side, which is fathers that, you know, and I'm going to keep it funky. I know that there is an image of fathers that weren't doing their job. And I may have known one or two, but for the most part, I know a lot of guys that even if they're not where they want to be, they always really, they love their kids. They are involved with their kids. I really don't know anybody. I mean, I'm going to put one. I'm going to put one that I can't remember just because there probably is one that didn't do what you're supposed to do. But for the most part, I know a lot of dads that are really into their people, but then they meet a lot of strife, you know, with the woman, you know, them. I I know a guy that had an understanding like, yo, listen, don't put me on child support. I'm going to give you money whenever you need money. Uh, Just let me know whatever he need. Just let me know. Um, And they had an understanding. And then, uh, long story short, he got tagged in a picture on Facebook. She was uh, doing the Inspector Gadget uh, 007 Mission Impossible espionage with his joint private eye and um, young young Jane Tracy. And, uh, you know, she saw it. And then not too long later, he had like a letter. And that letter was, uh, I guess, a summons to court for him or, you know, a request to go to court so that they could figure out how much money, you know. And it's just like she and then when he tried to call her, her number was changed. So it got real nasty real quick. And so it, it, I was saying all that to say, like, I kind of grew up with a perspective. Then as to becoming an adult, I kind of saw the other side of the coin. And... Um, I often wonder, what, what do you think, like, do you think it's because uh, women just naturally, just in our society, even though it's changing now, 
there's still uh, a idea or an image of a woman as they whatever she needs or whatever she says that 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 needs to be done do you think that that kind of plays uh a part into how it goes for a guy uh going through that situation yeah i think it's it's the gender the traditional in quotes gender roles that our society um puts forth you know automatically you know from a genetic perspective a male is no is no less apparent than a female, like they get fifty percent of the genes from you, and fifty percent of the genes from the other parent. So, from a tech, technical, scientific standpoint, y'all are equal in terms of how much you are connected to these children. However, society believes that the mother is the ultimate parent. Right? We have this this idea of there being some kind of motherly instinct. So women are already automatically a superior parent um, as opposed to men. And whether or not that exists, we don't know. But um, from a society standpoint, it does exist, and that's the image. So um, the, the father or the male's role in our society um, has been reduced a lot of times to, okay, well, you're supposed to protect and provide, right? But if you and the, the mother of your children aren't together, then you can't really protect them. The only thing you can do is provide. And so the court system and the laws are written in such a way that, okay, well, you may not be there uh, every day, and we don't care about that. <laughs> what we care about is the monetary, uh, the, the providing part of your job, right? So whether you want to or not, we're going to force you to pay a certain amount of money every month. And that's your role as a parent. If you don't do that, or if you can't do that, then we're going to put you in jail. Mm. So, but, you know, in the reverse of that, no one really questions what the mother is doing or not doing. She may not be a great parent. Talk about she may be an awful parent, but nobody has any kind of structure in place in order to force her to be a better mother, right? Yeah. She can not have a job. She can work part-time. She can do whatever. No one's going to put her in jail. Oh, yeah, I forgot what? about that. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> you bring up a major key, major point, <laughs> like yeah, having like five, six kids getting mm -hmm. assistance, uh, mm -hmm. you know, just all types of programs to help them, you know. Exactly. Like, and it's, it's readily available. Readily available. Um, and, you know, and so she can be whatever, whoever, however, but let that man miss a payment or two, and we're taking your license. <laughs> And then the next step is we're going to put you in jail, mm. which none of that is going to help me to be a better father. None of that is going to help me to be a better parent, but you're punishing me because I couldn't give you enough money. So my role as a father is really a paycheck, you know? Mm -hmm. And essentially what it does is that it puts 
so much power, or basically all the power, in the woman's hands, the mother of the children, right? Yeah. Because she always go to the court system. <laughs> she always has that over your head. And essentially what it boils down to is you're on probation for 18 years. Mm. You don't do what we say <laughs> over these 18, over this 18-year period the way we want you to do it, then guess what? We can take certain rights and privileges away from you. So, you know, um, so yeah, so back to your original question. Yeah, it does, I do, do believe that it comes from the power that is given to a woman uh, as far as being a mother. And we believe that anything that she wants or needs or says she wants or needs, we got to give it to her. If you if you uh, well, I'll say that question later, more in a conclusion. Let me go somewhere else with it. Um, do you what do you feel about women that maybe you know? And this is not you know, listeners out here. This is not a a, a women bashing fest where where you know we know that there are women that are doing their you know they're doing their job. They're working. We definitely need to to touch on that as well. Yeah, they're co-parenting. They're doing their thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. We're we're addressing the negative first because that's really where the the movie is kind of the movie is talking about more so the journey of the men, and then giving the comparison Mm -hmm. to how women have it way easier when it comes to custody battle, when it comes to getting child support, Uh, you know, when it comes to women even fighting addiction. And being able to once they clean themselves up, which there's nothing wrong with that, but I I believe there was a guy in the film that was fighting addiction and was having trouble, you know, you know, pleading his case to keep his child. And I and I definitely know, personally, that women have had addiction, you know, with you know fighting addiction, like currently at that time, and was still able to keep their kids or it was uh, some type of program or some type of situation where it was always known to them that they were not going to lose the custody of their kids, whereas the man doesn't have that same right. So what what do you think about uh, mothers that are are fighting addiction and able to keep custody? Would Would you still keep it the same? Or would you adjust, you know, how they go about uh, doing that? And and I guess also, what do you think they should do with, like, men that are also maybe fighting an an addiction but still trying to fight for custody of their kids? Well, I I think that, I think what we're talking about here is that, you know, it needs to be some sort of balance. Yeah. Because, um, obviously... What, what's highlighted in the film and what we what we've been discussing is that you know the scales aren't balanced in terms of parental rights and um if addiction is a problem for the father then why wouldn't it be a problem for the mother you know yeah. but it goes back to that same you know mother's instinct and the children are always better somehow with the mother and in the custody of the mother which we know nothing is universal you know um Nothing is black and white, so exactly. the law shouldn't be written that way. 
there should be some sort of, you know, scale, you know, where we can, you know, go from one end to the other in terms of, you know, most of the cases are going to fall in the middle. It's not going to be one extreme or the other. So, um, but I think laws need to have more flexibility, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What we end up seeing, especially in family court, is that there's one story, one narrative, and that's applied to everybody. Um, I'm I'm familiar with uh, a guy I know who was actually had custody of his son, and he's going to court trying to get child support from the mother of his son. And the judge, the first thing he did was give him a whole long speech about deadbeat dads, and how he needs to step up. Wow. <laughs> and, after the speech, and he has custody. <laughs> yeah, after the speech, he tells the judge, um, sir, I actually have custody of my son. <laughs> that's not what I'm here for. <laughs> you know, but that's what happens, though. You get, you get so ingrained in the same, it becomes muscle memory. You know, you get so ingrained in the same story over and over and over that you think that every case is this same story. And what we need to have happen is it needs to be balanced. You know, we're we're not living in the 50s anymore. <laughs> you know, families come in all kinds of shapes and sizes and different setups and arrangements. And we need to stop, stop being, you know, living in the past. And these, these laws need to start being changed to where they're more balanced. Um, and... What ends up happening is that you end up not only fighting the other parent for, you know, your rights as a, as a parent, but you end up fighting the system. Yeah. Instead of the system helping you um, and helping, because really what happens when you're put on child support or you're having a custody battle or something of, the, of that nature is that you're suing the other person. Yeah. So automatically there's going to be uh, adversarial relationship, right? Exactly. Anytime someone sues somebody in court, it's one side versus the other. So what the court is doing is facilitating um, some sort of battle. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And if there's already issues involved when you come into battle, all this is going to do is ramp it up. Now, what people after one party sues the other or vice versa go and hang out? <laughs> you know what I mean? Go and have a good relationship after that. That never happens. You sued me. I'm not going to chill with you anymore. <laughs> we but ain't friends no asking. more. Exactly. But that, that's what you're asking parents to do. One parent sues the other. We All this stuff happens and we're basically fighting in court. And then we're supposed to co-parent after that. You know? Yeah, it's kind of unrealistic to expect that to happen. Wait, 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 I want you to also uh, talk about because I feel like you know, you know, sometimes the system, the court system, and they definitely play a major part in the you know the the issues that are going on with the the family and people, you know, the separation of that family essentially. Um, Talk about the mentality, because I feel like there's a mentality, right? I feel like women, not all, but there's a segment of women that 
they have a friend. I always call her Ashley, you know, and Ashley is sitting there <laughs> saying, you know, yo, me and, you know, me and uh, John, we broke up and da 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 and 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 ashley goes oh word okay so i know you going to court right and like oh you know i don't know i mean he's a good dude you know i told him like you gotta give me a certain amount of money this and third then we'll be cool and then um you know ashley goes hey you know what man you know that dude man you, you ought to get him look at how y'all broke up and he did this and he did that and he did that Man, you need to get his pockets. That's how you really get them, blah, 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 blah. So then it becomes this agenda to basically get him back. And uh, I feel like it's a, it's, if a relationship doesn't work out, okay, it just doesn't work out. Everybody comes to that conclusion, and that's fine. But to take it to a place where now it becomes a vendetta to destroy you, and I feel like there's a, um, there's a female collective thought process of how can we get him? How can we destroy him? And it shouldn't even really be that. It should be, hey, let's go to court so that we can. I mean, I'd rather not go to court, but let's just say if it's better for us to kind of, you know, come up with what we both agree is fair, then that's fine. But, you know, talk about that, like that, the woman that it kind of like is become more of a I'm bitter and I want to get you versus us coming up with a fair number that, you know, at the end of the day, everything that we're talking about, it's for the well-being of the child. You know, we're trying to keep his lifestyle, you know, a certain type of lifestyle, uh, whatever lifestyle that you're living, your kid's supposed to be living that same lifestyle. So that is really about the, the kid being able to get everything that they need that you would be able to provide if you guys were still together. So when, why do you think it becomes this uh, diehard? Or, and you know what? Better yet, it becomes Kill Bill. Like where, you know what I'm saying? You got the you got the Bruce Lee orange jumps. I mean, yellow jumpsuit girl coming with a katana. And she's trying to like stab you. I mean, where, where do you think that comes from? And you got not just Ashley. You got um, Big Mama is in on it sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Big Mama. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you're talking about child custody cases and you're talking about um, child support cases, you're usually talking about a relationship that went bad. Yeah. You know, because if the relationship was solid, then you'd probably still be together, you know? Mm. So usually <clears throat> when a relationship turn sour and people part their ways, it's usually not, you know, a peaceful thing. So, you know, you have hurt feelings involved. And whenever you have emotions involved, um, you know, there there's a you're you're prone to make emotional choices, you know? Um, and I feel like the way the the laws are written, it automatically gives women, mothers, this weapon that they can pull out at any time. And it's real. <laughs> because once once you're on papers, Woo! you're on papers forever. <laughs> well, at least until the child is an adult. Um, but when you speak about the mentality of, of the Ashley or the Big Mama, I'm not sure where that comes from. <laughs> I'm not really sure why it becomes a vendetta. 
And I guess it, it, it's, it's partially because of the emotional issue, you know, and this man left you. So now you feel like you have to get him back in some way. That makes you feel better about, you know, what happened. But, but ultimately, everything, like you said, is supposed to come down to what's better for the child. So is it better for the child, for the father to suffer? Is it better for the child, for the mother and father to have a horrible relationship afterward? Probably not. But I think it's just, you know, it's a get back thing. You know, this is the ultimate way I can get you back. Uh, now you're paying me money every month. And yeah, I might spend it, some of it on the child, but I might also spend some of, some of it on getting my hair done and <laughs> going on vacation or whatever, whatever I want to do, you know. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I think, you know, that's something that we would have to um, speak to a female about, you know, mm -hmm. where that mentality really is rooted in. You know, because um, it's definitely there. I mean, I, I've seen it for myself. Like, as soon as a uh, relationship doesn't work out and they have children, there's aunties and there's cousins and there's best friends that's screaming child support first. Mm. The first thing they're talking about is child support. <laughs> I haven't even, the guy still ain't even moved all the stuff out yet. Yeah, the U-Haul <laughs> just pulled up. Just pulled up. And you didn't even give him an opportunity to say, okay, well, I'm going to give you this a month, or we're going to do this, we're going to come to a settlement. No. Child support. <laughs> That's the first thing to say. Well, you know, the court opened on Monday, so uh, I suggest you be down there, you know. So, I don't know. I don't know what that comes from, but it's something that I feel like should be addressed in some way shape or form because it shouldn't be it shouldn't be we're going to punish the guy because y'all had a child together because both of y'all made that choice exactly you know? exactly <laughs> so, i mean it was it was a collaborative effort absolutely <laughs> man yeah that that i mean and you know, it's unfortunate. Every time I see stories where you got a big mama or Ashley, you know, and everybody's in cahoots to, you know, set the... And don't get me wrong. There's some guys that, yes, you know, you, you, you know, I know a homegirl that's dealing with a dude that, you know, this dude ain't even come to see the birth. You know, he wants nothing to do with her at all. You know, may have talked to her once, but, you know, which I was like, yo, he's a scumbag, you know what I mean, at the end of the day, because, yo... I can't imagine myself like I could hate. I could have pure like napalm hate for this person. I'm still gonna see the birth of my child, you know, unless they do some sucker stuff. Now, women, have, I've heard some stories on that. Like they have a baby, but they ain't tell nobody that they was about to have a baby, or they play them games where you look at the birth certificate and it's not your last name, and you just like, yo, dog, like, yo, come on, yo. Well, I mean, what's up with that? Like that, 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 you know, that, that's, that's when you're taking the stuff too far, man. That, that's taking it too far. Like when you're, you know, not telling when you're having the pregnancy, not telling when you're having the pregnancy, not keeping the communication lines open. And, you know, with my homegirl, I understand, okay, you, you let him know everything. He made a decision. He didn't want to be a part of it. That's fine. He's a scumbag. And, uh, you know, he's going to have one day he 
he picks up a stripper. You know, he goes to the strip club and he, he's throwing dollars. And uh, that stripper is going to be like, you know, I just want to let you know I'm a man. So, you know what I mean? That's what he deserves. You know what I mean? He deserves that type of that type of situation. You know what I'm saying? Get screwed over. You know, take pictures and everything and then get screwed over just like that. Because that's some foul shit. But, um, <laughs> but, you know what I mean? But for those that really is trying to be involved, you know, that stuff just gets so nasty so quick. Well, you know, and then the, the child ends up becoming, like, a pawn in the yeah, whole situation, right? Yeah. So because I'm upset with you, I'm going to use this child against you. And that's, like, the ultimate no-no, you know? Yeah, because yeah. it's about, it should be, in theory, about the child and the child's best interest. But instead, it becomes about me and my hurt feelings and you. You did this, this, and that to me, and now I'm upset. Now I must get you back. But the mm -hmm. only way I can do that is through this child, because you really don't care about me, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, and what we're really talking about in the square root of all of this is that every situation is different. There's so many different scenarios. So many different scenarios. There's so much gray area. And ultimately, um, the court system's job and the reason why these laws were written and are being enforced is to serve the best interest of the child. So, uh, of course, back in the day, before these laws were written, you know, you could leave a woman with a child and that's just her ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you heard the stories, you know, the old story of dad went out to go get milk and never came back. Like, that really happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, Dad, I'm, I'm still got this. Household, you know? Damn, Dad, I, got, I still got this bowl of cereal. Like, it's been eight <laughs> hours. Waiting for the milk. <laughs> for the milk. And, and men would do that and then go and have another family, you know, on the other side of town and never, literally never come back. So, there was a reason why these laws were written. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But the problem is, is that they were written with that guy in mind. Not figuring that there are several other different guys that aren't filling that role, but however, they're lumped up with this guy too, essentially. Exactly, you know? exactly. Like I'm not that guy, so why am I getting? Why am I getting <laughs> why stabbed? Why am I getting that guy's treatment? Yeah, exactly. you, you get stabbed too. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you made a mistake. You got to get stabbed. I'm like, whoa, no, 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 no. You no, 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 no. Put that down. Put that down. Now, I didn't do what this guy did. I didn't do that. I ain't got nothing to do with that. No, no, no. You're a man, right? Yes, I am. Uh, you had a child, right? Yep. Yes, I did. All right. Well, the rule said you got to get stabbed. So, what are we going to do? How are you want to do it? It's like, well, I'm, I don't want to get stabbed at all, actually. Exactly. Exactly. So, with that being said, we do have to acknowledge that, of course, there are, we all know examples of single mothers out there where the father really isn't involved and doesn't want to be involved and does nothing for their children. And so that happens too. And so we, we understand why these laws were written and why certain things um, took place. But the problem is that, you know, one shoe doesn't fit everyone. And um, there's several other sides to the story. And that needs to be exposed because, you know, what ends up happening is that 
families. Destroying, yeah, families and children's lives. Because you create this, this, um, you, you create this environment that's not about nurturing. Yeah. You know, it's all about anger and frustration and getting back at each other instead of creating a nurturing environment in which a, a child can thrive. So, yeah, you might be getting a few extra dollars a month, but that's not all parenting is. Mm. In fact, that's only one part of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's <laughs> several other things that need to take place to be a parent. Um, but, yeah, so. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that wholeheartedly, man. What do you, in conclusion, what do you, what, if you could, you know, maybe do four or five things that would help uh, from a legal standpoint, you know, for the future, uh, for just, I guess, custody battles in general, or just um, how would you improve it? If you could improve a particular part of that process, whether it's getting, you know, getting uh, uh, shared custody or uh, the child support, how they go about uh, coming up with the number, because there's a lot of guys that struggle off of the number that they give. Um, uh, it's just, you know, how are they going to live and take care of their kid and take care of their own expenses at the same time? What are some things that you would change for the better uh, to make it a more fair system? Um, I, I believe, first and foremost, we have to get rid of, and I, it's a society thing, so it's hard for the court system to do it, but we have to get rid of the, the gender role stereotypes of, you know, the ultimate parent is the mom, and the dad's job is to pay for stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because that really, that's really the root of the problem. Yeah. Um, we got the laws were written with that in mind. Um, so we have to have that, but we have to have, um, we know when two individuals come to court, it should be a collaborative thing. It shouldn't be, you got to do this because we said so, you know? So in essence, I guess what I'm saying is when something is filed, child support, custody, whatever, the first step should probably be out of the courtroom. It should be a mediation. Exactly. It should be like a neutral mediator who is non-biased and that's a big that's a big part of it mm -hmm. um, to discuss you know the issues and a father's right should be as important as a mother's right to the children obviously they can't split the children in half <laughs> so they have to be with someone but if a child if a father really wants custody full custody of his children and he should have just as much of a chance to have custody of his children as the mother does, you know? Um, so, yeah, I, th I feel like, you know, instead of it being one party is suing the other party and we're on separate sides, it should be more of a, okay, let's sit down and iron this out sort of thing. Now, if either party is not able to do that, then, of course, then we can escalate it to the next level, but if they're able to come together and have more of a collaborative approach, then I feel like it will be lead to better outcomes, you know? Because then we avoid the, you know, hurt feelings and all that sort of stuff that's, you know, unnecessary, you know? And it, <clears throat> uh, the focus should be less on the money, 
money is important. We live in America. We live in um, the modern world, and you can't do anything without it. However, that's not that's a small piece of being a parent. There are a lot of parents that had a lot of money that were terrible parents. There are a whole yeah. lot of parents that didn't have very much money, but were awesome parents. Yeah. So it shouldn't always be focused and centered around the money. You know? Mm-hmm. We should more so focus on, okay, the time, time spent. You know, making sure, you know, children are able to get the things that, you know, children need outside of, you know, uh, what money can provide for them. Right? Exactly. Exactly. And then we have to get rid of, like, this idea that the woman isn't working at all. Mm. Or doesn't have a way to generate income. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I, I agree with that too. You definitely have to have um, that. Definitely, I, I feel like that's never factored in. Mm-hmm. Do they factor in their salary? They, so, they are supposed to. <laughs> they claim that they do, but I don't know. I that don't that know. number it's doesn't look like they do, right? It, it never does. It never <laughs> does. I, I know of another case where both of the parties are making good money. She's not making as much as he is, but, you know, both of them are doing well for themselves. And he's still got to pay, like, an astronomical amount of money every month. And looking at that, like, hmm, it just don't seem right. It yeah. just doesn't seem right. Because if the, if the mother is making enough money to support the child on her own, Ensure the dad has a good job. He should pay a certain amount, of course. But why should he pay several thousands of dollars to take care of one child when the mom is fine, you know? Exactly. I don't know that. Yeah. So, like I said, we got we to gotta get away from the whole, we're going to punish you. It shouldn't be a punishment because you had a child and you didn't stay with the mother. It shouldn't be, you shouldn't be on timeout from the government. You know what I mean? Exactly. You, like, know, you, you, you sit in that corner. That. You sit in that corner. <laughs> exactly. Now, how dare you not marry her? How dare you? <laughs> and if, you know, she, she, she wasn't involved at all. But it's your fault that you ain't married her. Yeah. It's just, just, well, it's just all your, your fault. Yeah. Why, why'd you have sex with her then? Why? Why? <laughs> if you wasn't going to marry her, nobody does that. That never happened. <laughs> in life. <laughs> and and it, that's been going on since the beginning. Shoot. Since the beginning of time. The beginning, beginning of time. Like, before the caveman. Before like, the caveman. He, 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 he yelling around the fire, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. That, that ain't my, you see his ears? That's not my child. You see that cranium? That 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 definitely ain't mine. <laughs> All my children yeah, have hairy chests. He has no hair on his chest. Can't be mine. Can't be mine. <laughs> can't be mine. No, no, no. Can't be mine. Man, man, man. Thank. I want to thank you, Ron, for Ron Dizzle for, time, for coming on the Black Milk. We can't. I can't remember the number of the episode. You know what I'm saying? It's always a pleasure to, to, to get get your wisdom out on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? 
So, uh, you know, everybody listening to this, man, comment, man. Let me know what you think. Follow me at D-U-N-N-S-U-N-N, the numeral one. I would give you Ron Dizzle stuff, but he's, you know, incognito, you know, incognito and incognito. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no need to know what you don't need to know. Ain't no need to know what you don't need to know. Y'all stay up out there, man. Take care of yourselves. Peace.